Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cooter Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Noah Fisher and Tommy Lazaridis to review Newcastle United versus Aston Villa. Yes, Villa are back, and are we back indeed? It's uh, a horror show, a new season nightmare, and we will be getting into all of that, all the good, all the bad, and all the ugly after this. Okay, yeah, so we were kicking off the new season. We were all very excited after a promising preseason, and we just go and absolutely shit the bed up at Newcastle. Um, a horrible result, and probably even worse th than the result, well, definitely worse than the result, uh, Noah, is the um, injury to Mings. Tyrone Mings, our captain, uh, you know, our big presence at the back, um, looks to be out. With an ACL, the club just um, re released a, a statement a few hours ago saying it's a serious knee injury, so that doesn't sound good at all. And he looked in absolute agony, and you couldn't help but feel for him. I, I still feel for him. I, like It's just typical Villa, isn't it? I don't think there's been a season since we've been promoted that we haven't had one or two serious injuries. So you look back at the first season, it was Wesley and McGinn. It was then Trezeguet, it was Diego Carlos, and now it's Buendia and Mings. And it's just typical Villa. The preseason went so smoothly. We're finally looking great, pushing towards Europe. And one of the like the players that I think deserve European football so much, part of the group, is is poor Tyro Mings. And his season is over. And I don't know how much that impacts his career, actually, because he's you know, now getting to the wrong side of 30 and... Mm. I, I just seeing the videos of him in that pain, it, it just it really hurt. I think all Villa yeah. fans were hurting. Yeah. And I, I just wish him the best of recovery. Obviously saying of Wendea and hopefully see him back better and stronger and better. That's it, Tommy. I mean, he's he's our captain. We're we're going into European football this year. He he probably thinks he's got a good chance of lifting a trophy, you know, in the Europa Conference League. And um, you know, it looks like he won't be given that opportunity now. It's just so sad to see. Yeah, I, I actually think it was the turning point of the game. I just think we looked so disenchanted when he went off. Um, you know, we almost lost that commanding presence, his leadership. And I, I've been one to Slady when he makes mistakes, but, you know, just him being on the pitch, just that big presence is such a difference for us, right? And, um, you know, I think they really picked our pocket, you know, second half, and just exposed the offside trap. And to be honest, Mings is actually quite fast for a centre-back, so... I don't yep. think as much damage would have happened had he have still been on. Um, you know, honestly, just devastated for him. And I thought maybe he's milking it a bit, you know, when he was down. But then I saw him, you know, just the shirt over the head. And I think I put in the group, I said, he's like, he's in tears. He's really, you know, he's something's bad. Something's going on here. So um, wish him all the best, honestly. Don't even know what to say. Just gutted for him. You know, we thought it was bad with Buendia and now Mings. Mm. And to be honest, I, I wonder if something... Is it the training regime? Is there something going on? Because all of a sudden it's just two two ACLs or serious injuries. That, like, you can't blame training for that. They're the most unlucky injuries going around. This is ACLs. true. This is true. But it's not like it's not like a soft tissue. And it was weird. It no. wasn't. It wasn't really like a hard challenge, was it? No. It was. He sort of got bumped off balance, and he sort of fell awkwardly, and his his leg kind of buckled. It was. It was horrible. That's, that's all it takes for an ACL. Mm. Unfortunately, as soon as you see the the replays back, I knew. Obviously, loving sport as much as I do, you see a lot of Aussie rules and a lot of people won't know, but there's such a, a 
regular occurring injury and players you probably get like for five or six a season maybe yeah i felt as agile everyone is and as soon as you see it happen you just know straight away yeah my heart sunk and it it still makes me feel sick when you see all the the videos on twitter it just it just hurts yeah and then i think once the um once the newcastle fans kind of knew how serious it was they all kind of said oh crap oh this guy's really hurt i know he cops a lot of slack from villa fans he cops slack from everyone but this guy has been unbelievable for England. He's mm. been unbelievable for Aston Villa Football Club. And I think it was just nice to see the whole of St. James's Park just show their appreciation towards him. Yeah, that was a classy, one, lot classy of fan, one lot of fans, one lot of fans I will call out are those dog shit United fans. Because I went on Twitter and they're all like, oh, karma for that time you elbowed Ibra. Or I think there's a time where this is actually pre-Villa at Bournemouth. This was, yeah, People like 2017, yeah. Yeah, I think when it was at Bournemouth, and yeah, he stepped on a guy's back. Fair enough. Like, you know, it's a centre-back. They meant to be a bit dirty. But to wish someone, you know, bad wishes because of that, I mean, that's pretty petty and that's pretty low. You know, there's players I give crap to. There's teams I give crap to. But when you see a player go down like that, it's bigger than football as well. That's um, it. And so he seems like such a nice guy. He's so oh, well-spoken. He's got he's got my full respect um, as a human being. He turned firstly. his career around. He turned yeah. his career around, and I think we got the best end of him. To be honest, I think, I think that twenty what is it, twenty million signing from Bournemouth. He's worth at least double, maybe triple that in today's market, right? Well, he was. Um, he's worth that. Know, he's priceless to Villa, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I agree. I, I think, I what think if, he's I, priceless. When we signed him after the loan, though, I think every every Villa fan was elated, right? You know, to yeah. be honest, he probably could have gone to another club. He probably, he probably was too good for Villa at that. Yeah, he was too good for us at the time. And, you know, now that he's got a couple of England caps under his belt, he's certainly in the mix. He's not starting. He's probably, you know, first oh, just He's up there. Off. But I think what hurts even more, <sighs> I think, is he knew. Because I think before he came to Villa, he was heavily injured a fair bit. And I think yeah. he actually did an ACL at Bournemouth. Correct. Right. Correct. I think so. I think he would have known. And it's not just like the, like, yes, I know he's a, a footballer and he's getting paid X amount. Like, put that out the window. He's a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it just he would be absolutely devastated. Like for example, he can't go to work. His his job for I twelve agree. months, and his whole life has been altered, and he's just yeah, my heart is. And 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 that's the other thing, right? Like one bad injury, I hope he comes back well. But some players never do know. It's more of a mental that's thing. That's what I mean. Like, that's you what know, I mean. People yeah. talk, oh, they get paid all this money. It doesn't they've matter. Sacrificed their child. They've sacrificed their childhood. They only know eat, sleep, play football. When he can't do anything and he's in a probably a cast or a moon boot, whatever it is, for a year, it's going to take a long time to properly recover. And it's not the first time. So maybe mm. it's aggravated. I do know once you do your knee, um, it's something about like with the tissue, it's never it, ha- it, can, it can happen again. It happens here more. It's easier. easy. It, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And the thing is, it, it, it's never 100% again. So his tissue might only be what 90 something percent. You know, any physios in there in the comment section? Anyone with some, Muhammad Adam, anyone with some background info, feel free to chime in. But uh, no, you know, and the other, the, the other horrible thing is like, this is the time that he should be enjoying in his career. This exactly. is his, his prime his prime years. He got dropped by Steven Gerrard, went through all that, all the tough times of relegation battles and time in the championship and all this sort of stuff. And we finally got to a spot where we've got a solid squad, we've got a great manager, we've got European football, and, yeah, it's just the timing is awful. Same for Emi Buendia. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he had just had probably his best preseason as well. So thoughts go out to those two. But from a Villa point of view, um, we really need to move in these last couple of weeks of the transfer window. We got it. We got to replace these guys because I, um, all of a sudden we're looking a little bit thin. Oh, massively I saw, thin. I, I'm probably going to agree with uh, the great Mo and Eunice. I saw, I saw a comment of his post game. We probably need a good four to five signings. And I'll probably say two, if not three of them, probably need to be in the back. 
Um, you know, I think we were just so leaky. I mean, we'll touch on it shortly, but yeah, you know, we really miss Ming's presence. Yes, we have. I don't know if I'm going to say capable replacements, but I know Carlos and Torres can do a job. We haven't actually seen half a season, let alone a full season, to make a proper analysis or justification if they're good enough. Yes, we shout out big money. You know, like I said, I, I hope. I think Torres was pretty good when he came on, but all in all, the high line got exposed. You know, for their last couple of goals, right? Definitely. And, um, I don't know. Like, you know, I'd say we have got Torres and Carlos, and, and again, Conza was just exposed once once Mings went off. So I think we've realised how how important Mings is for Conza's confidence. Because yes. to be honest, I'd be starting Carlos and Torres. They've got that little bit of you know Spanish contingency, whatever it is, Brazil, Spain, same shit. You know, I said, you know, I think they're actually a better pairing than Conso. So either Conso goes to right back or, you know, it's it's Carlos and Tos because we need to change things up and we need to change them quick. Absolutely. And uh, that high line oh, was exposed early. We had the the two early goals with the, the you know, coming from set pieces, soft goals. Um, and, uh, you know, Tenali got the first one for Newcastle. Um, oh, calling and, him uh, flop of the season. What a, what a debut, mate. Yeah, and um, yeah, he was completely unmarked in the in the middle, um, and it's just yeah, we're, we're, it's just got it was so so easy for for Newcastle just to to go through the middle, and um, they were stronger than us, they were running more than us, they wanted it more than us, and um, yeah, the proof was in the pudding. On on top oh, of that, right? Time, yeah. Um, oh yeah, sorry, no, I said on top of that, Nanny McPhee or Emery. What the fuck is John McGinn doing manning Dan Byrne on set pieces? Yeah, I I'm don't no understand expert, it. Right? And I think that's how the goal came, the second one, right? Yeah, the no. second one. Yeah. So, so Tanali switched on, Matt, right? Like, you know, real time, he's reacted, saying, you yeah. know, he's got a two foot on him. Why would you not go to Byrne's head? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And again, it was actually man marking as well on set on corners. It was, that- I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it but, was quite it was quite obvious what they were gonna do. And the commentator actually oh, said yeah. during the game that Emery was going mad on the sideline trying to switch them over. Yeah, that was literally before that goal. Yeah. yeah like second before that goal. But something like and I think we can agree, one thing that Emery did so well last season at Villa, especially when we went away, mm. is you take you we take this thing out of the game. The Newcastle yeah. crowd was so up for that game. They were buzzing, Champions League football, new season. And we do, after six minutes. They are absolutely flying. They are the crowds up and about, and that's one thing that, like, a place like St James's Park. Obviously, I've never been there um, personally, but you see it and you hear about it, like the the fans are very good, mm. and that's the one thing you got to do is you got to nullify Definitely. those fans. And yeah, Tanali couldn't have asked for a better debut. Could we defended better? Yes. I mean, I I, I was going to touch on Consa. I don't know what has happened to him. I know I know you say Mings goes off, but. He actually played well with like Chambers and stuff in the past. He just had an absolute stinker. And that third I, goal, I, that third goal was icing on the cake. And I yeah. thought we had a little spell where we probably could have equalized. I'm not going to, we'll touch shortly on the magnificent Musa Diaby, yeah. probably the only shining light. Literally. I think Coutinho did well when he came on as well. We'll touch on those I two do. a little bit I later. Do. Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. I mean, Diaby does score to make it 1 1. Um, and, and it was a great goal. And we were looking dangerous going forward at times, but I just felt like, like you were talking about taking the sting out of the game how emery's normally done that in the past was is the possession and with you know confidence of playing the ball through the midfield and you know keeping it at the back as well and i just felt louise and kamara this might have been two of the for them two their worst games i've seen in the whole time oh, of the yeah. club. Oh, they yeah. were at- kamara, got, kamara got bossed you know and hmm. to be honest like uh, kamara's good but is he this 
ball winning CDM that we probably need. I still think maybe someone like the likes of that Amrabat, if he's been signed, he's been signed. I don't know what's going on in the market, but I think we need an absolute bulldog in that position right now. Yeah. Well, I, I think that him and Louise are very similar. They're, they're quite kind of, um, you know, calm and languid with their sort of uh, body language. And that can, that can be good if you're, if they're on it, you know, that means that they're calm with their passing, but sometimes yeah. it makes them look a little bit lazy and a little bit like they don't really care. There was one point in the second right. half where Kamara gives the ball away and then it just stops and lets, lets the Newcastle player take off and, um, and doesn't track back. And just and- tugging tug the shirt, like really weak defense, right? Like just, you know, Put your body in front of the ball, win the ball. Don't tug their shirt because you've been lazy. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to knock them, though, because they were sensational last season. And we know Unai Emery, he hated losing any game. And to start a season yeah. like that, when you're going to, we're, we're potentially, according to some people, pushing top four, mm. um, he'll, he would have absolutely had a rocket up their ass all week. And I mean, I'm looking forward to the response against Everton, the, the Cooper Cup, as we should call it in the Coupe de Villa. Definitely. And, and I, I, yeah, I'm not that worried. I think that these results can happen and we could play, we could have played a great game and lost to Newcastle away. You know, it is we a lost tough... last year as well. We did. We haven't won, we haven't won there well, since so... 2005. Mm. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, these things can, can happen and it's all about, you know, Everton and this, this weekend now. I mean, it does put a lot of pressure on us because if we did get beat in that game against an Everton team that can't score a goal to save their lives, um, then you know there would be question marks, you know, starting to come in. But I think on Agreed. one bad on one bad result, where for an hour of the game we were we weren't great, but we weren't awful. It was all about that last half hour and how we capitulated that really yeah, that sort of left left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Yeah. I think that I think the part that I'm upset with Scott is this this Emery ball playing it out from the back, and I know some people are a fan of it. I know you love it. I think it there's a time and a place for it, right? So it was just we we're just telegraphing everything the whole time, and I was almost hoping we'd concede another one, right? Mm. Because it was just ridiculous. I know that we say yeah until it works. It's been six months plus a preseason, and we're still getting exploited, right? So. That's my only worry is that other teams are now, they're picking out the high line. They're picking out the, the playing it out from the back. Emery needs to do this so-called adjustment in game and figure yeah. it out quick because I think, you know, other teams are switching on quick. Um, well, I, I, I think, well, I, I agree with you that, you know, you obviously have to do it at the right times. I think that, I think we just need to strengthen the defense really in terms of, we need, right, um, get, we need a right back. We need a right back, and we we need another yeah, center. Cash a ball. Gets, but Cash Cash has dropped so much. He was like the players' player two seasons ago. What's happened? I don't know, but don't, he, he know. certainly missed a great chance that would have made it three two. And you know who knows what can happen from there. And you know they go down the other end, score the fourth. So, and that's uh, right. Preseason's one thing, right? When he's smacking him in, I said, but you know, game time. Um, you know, good players come ready. I'll, I'll give full credit to Newcastle. They've they got a lot of firepower. Jolinton, Jolinton bossed the midfield with Gamerish. You know, we're giving him crap. Isaac was good. He's, oh, Isaac's Isaac, right? You expect it. Uh, you know, people, I will say one thing to all the trolls out there, right? I said, Barnes, you know, yeah, Lester got relegated, goal assist. Madison, Lester got relegated, two assists, right? So mm. I know we were linked with both, and, and I'm just saying I think they would have been great additions. Tillemans, I think he'll start next game. Um, and I think he'll need a bit to adjust, but 
Yeah, I'm just to be honest, personally, I'm just gutted that we didn't get Barnes. Oh, we all knew what type of quality he has, and he just destroyed us when he came on. And the other guys, the the other guy that's starting to um, be a bit of a worry is Emmy Martinez for me. Like that whole What's incident on, where he came out the box and like tried to drag the guy down. He was very lucky to get away with the yellow, in my opinion. And um, they're cracking down on all this goalkeeper antics and all that sort of stuff, like the time wasting and all that kind of stuff that we know Emmy is a master at, and we we love it when he does it and it works, right? But I can see him missing games this year through, you know, possibly too many yellows, I, you know, this sort I, of thing. I love him. I love Emmy Scott, but to be honest, p- part of me thinks I don't. I think that's actually past post World Cup antics. Part of me thinks maybe he does want out. So I think he's going to make little, you know, silly, niggly uh, mental blanks. I think he's pushing for a move. And that's just my theory. Well, I think he's certainly like read some of his own press, you know, and he kind of, you know, he wants to be this bad boy. I think he's in his own head. You're right, Scott. Spot on. Right. He's actually, I think you saw in a lot of just YouTube comments of the sport, just the the highlights. Everyone goes, oh, nothing better than seeing Debu get five put past him. Right. Is that the first time for Villa he has? I reckon that's the most he's conceded. I think so. I reckon it would be the most he's conceded in a Villa shirt. Obviously, I'm the statistician and I'm asking for stats, so I should actually know the answer to this. I reckon it would be though. Sack him. Sack him. (laughs) I think think we don't have it. We don't have a very good backup goalkeeper. That's a different that's another issue. If Emmy did get a red card and missed a couple of games, then we'd we'd have Olsen. And you know, that's no good. I'm not. I'm not getting paid millions, Scott. But how's no one at Villa who Emery or head of tra- whoever it is, right? How have they not realised that we need a better backup? Emery, yeah. Emery, Emery came out and stated he's happy with Olsen. That's well, what Emery said. Emery. That's a problem. That's a problem. Emery, Emery has mental health issues. But and the I other, the other. Term... Yeah, sorry, keep no. going. I was just yeah, going to say the other. Sh- the other thing that a lot of Villa fans I saw online was saying that. Okay, who was who was the star or the surprise packet in preseason? It was Gene. Exactly. And we go to the first game of the season and he, he starts Bailey. Now that's right. Um, we did predict that last week that that would probably happen. He'd go for sort of the more tried and tested player. But you know, if you were ever going to give him a chance, and maybe you'll get a chance against Everson, we'll have to wait and see because he did come on in, in the match. Um, he deserves it. Yeah, I think he does deserve it. And you know, it would be a bold, you know, move, but I think, you know, you've got to play players that are in form and uh, that are exactly. scoring form, goals. What, what for, exactly, Scott? Go on form, right? I know he's young, but hang on. If, he, if we've unearthed a gem, well, now we don't need to go sign a player. A lot, not so long ago, Jacob Ramsey was a youth product that we gave a chance to, and God knows how much he's worth in today's market. Yep. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, Absolutely. And I mean, if, 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 if Philogene was actually linked with Liverpool, well, that speaks volumes, right? They've got a lot of fire power, and if they see something, well, clearly we're not. That's it, um, and I mean, yeah, <laughs> just, I, I, I would, I, I would like to think that he's in serious consideration for Everton next Sunday, which is, I think so, which is really a big yeah. six pointer for us now because, oh, massively, you know, we we don't want to get dragged into anything down there. I mean, we've got European oh. football as well. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. think we're going to get dragged into it. I think this is just a. Just to bump in the road, I think obviously no one expected this. I think it's kind of it's not as big of a shock as Bournemouth away last year, but it kind of feels that low. I actually mm. kind of think it feels lower. But a lot of people are saying nothing beats the Bournemouth away last year. That was that. that I've was seen fun. a lot of Villa Villa fans also say, you know, don't forget Argentina lost their first game of the World Cup too. So 
I'm going to roll with that for now. That's true. It's true. But I think we should segue into something positive because, Scott, you did say we'll do some positive. And Let's two Musa words, mate. Musa Diaby. Musa Diaby is a player. He's a player. He took Just, his goal very well. Um, don't worry about the goal. His runs, his pace. He's got a good eye, man. Like, he he's is got rapid. just a lot of energy. I think he looked a little bit lost at one point, and I think Emmy was telling him to just to track back, and then he did what he needed to do. But he is dangerous. He's yeah. and he links up well with Ollie. He looked for Ollie. Ollie should have actually put one away. And I've, I've said Definitely. this, and again, I love Ollie. He's not clinical enough. He's good. He's, he's a good forward, and it's not hard to score when you got service, but. You put someone that's a little bit more prolific and dangerous or lethal in front. We should have had that other one that Oli missed, to be honest. Yeah, he should be hitting the target more in those sort of situations. Um, and you know, he there was times in the game that I actually saw him like drifting out to the left. Um, and I don't know if that's gonna be, you know, if we bought like you've been calling out for years, Tommy, like a proven 20 goal a season goal poacher right like a a proper center forward right would that be the logical progression for ollie to move him to move him out to the left i don't know but um yeah i mean like he's great he works hard he does all the stuff you want as a coach right but in those final moments when you know you you need an absolute killer he's not he's not quite up there with the elite strikers strikers get judged on one thing goals right and unfortunately that's what he lacks sometimes Yes, Sometimes. he can score, but not consistency is key, though, as well, right? Like, they score consistently. I was saying one in every game or, you know, Harland desk, right? I said, but we've got money. We're not afraid to shell out. There's some there's some plays out there, right, that are, that can find the back of the net pretty easy. Yeah. And we've only got one know. striker at the moment. It Wouldn't it be good to give him some competition? Even, even, exactly. someone, even someone that's at a similar sort of level that can, you know, that Ollie's thinking, mm, I might not start every week. You know, like I, I'm going to yeah. have to start bagging a few here. So I don't know something to on. think about. Something to think about. But I mean, I've seen, yeah. I've seen silly comments this week on social media. People saying we've still got a championship team. You know, Watkins, Cash, Conza, Mings, blah blah blah. They're all championship players. All right, and like, that that if... is absolute joke. I am not going down that kind of. No, but compare it. Yeah. Okay, I, I can remember most players from our first championship game against Sheffield Wednesday away, right? Mm. Pierre-Luigi Galini in goal. Mm. We had Tommy Elphick. We had Leandro Bakuna. We had like... Chester. No, Chester hadn't even signed at that stage, I think. Like, we had like all these Michael players. Richards. Roger, Michael Richards was still yeah. there. We had, what, Ashley Westwood. R- Ross, Ross McCormick? So you're telling me, he, you're probably, but mm. you're telling me that Pau Torres and Diego Carlos are worse or level with Tommy Elphick. And, no. and actually, they exactly. can't even get into the starting line. Exactly. Paid, what, that's $30 what, that's million plus I mean. each for them. We've got $30 million. If people say there's a championship the side, they are just bandwagon fans and are just yeah. a bit emotional because yeah, I think, I don't know. this is the best Villa squad I've seen in years. They can always just cross the river and go to Birmingham City if they think we're a championship team. And the one star we've got is the manager. So oh, I know, I know that he's not getting much sleep from between now and Everton. He's going to be going over videos, looking at the players on the on the track, and he's you know he's going to figure it out. You know, and I am willing to put this one down as just a blip, um, a difficult place to go, and a game where, yeah, we dropped our bundle and shat the bed. But um, look, it's one game, and you know if we. 
if we win next week, you know, we're we're back in mid table. So it's not it's not a problem at all as far as I see it. Um but Anyhow. yeah, it was concerning. It was concerning. Um so like looking forward to Everton uh next Sunday. Um wh- where would you guys make the changes if you were gonna make changes? Tommy Go. first. Villa Jean for Bailey. Um, McGinn, Dougie, Kamara, one's got to come out for Tillemans. The talk is McGinn is the one going to come out, but I don't know. I think he's probably the one in there that gives us a bit of toughness. So I, I, I told you he doesn't need to be there. He's got to be further up. So either we push McGinn up or we don't. Yeah, it's it's difficult because Tillemans, Louise, Kamara, very similar sort of players. You know, wow. they've got very similar profiles. You look at, That's you know, the best problem. Yeah, you look at the best midfielders. They There's like a balance there. You know, you got a hard man. you got a, a someone who's good with the ball. you got a runner. They're all kind of similar sort of, you know, nice passing players, you know. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't see them two-footing anyone or, you know, no. winning headers and these sort of things. They, they'd struggle against a Casemiro or a Declan Rice, to be honest. So, you know, that's the one thing we do lack, to be honest. We lack that enforcer. I'm just saying, no. Calvin Phillips is, is doesn't seem to be getting much game time at City. Yeah, but he's winning everything. And it's all right. Uh, I'll go through my lineup. I think okay. there's going to be a couple of changes, obviously. One in four. Uh, I think that Philip Marshall, no, I'm just joking. So Martinez, it'll be Cash again. I'm going to go Torres and Carlos in. Mm. Dinier yep. will hold yep. his spot. I do think it's going to be Kamara and Tielemans. McGinn holds his spot. And mm. I think Coutinho comes in. Coutinho, okay. I think it's against Everton. Yep. Former Liverpool player. I reckon he'll come in. And he did just, have a few nice touches when he came on. He did. I just don't, I, I love Philogene. And I think preseason he's lit it up. I don't think he's quite ready yet. I think Villa, what Villa needs first, first is, Villa, is early least. points. Early points. I think if, let's say, Villa won on the weekend, yeah, he probably, he's probably a bit close. I think definitely first sub. I obviously think Diaby and Watkins will finish that team off. But I think yeah, you yeah. need someone like Atenio in there. His experience in the Premier League, his experience in football. Yeah. And just his, te- he's still technically one of our better players, like just on the ball. Absolutely. It's going yeah. to be a dogfight. It's going to be a dogfight. And to be honest, Everton had their chances. I'm surprised they lost on the weekend, but that's football. And and they're going to look to bully us because that's what Newcastle did to us. They got physical. Right. They put the ball in the box from the set pieces. They won the headers. And they got guys like Tarkovsky and these kind of guys that, you know, um, we're going to have to be on it and we're going to have to be willing to really put in a fight and, um, you know, blood, sweat, and tears and all that sort of thing because it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a tough one, but I, I'm i still predicting us to win. Um, should we do our predictions now before we move on to maybe transfer news? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, we always seem to beat Everton. I don't know what we've got over him, but your your brother must be filthy at that, uh, Scotty. So in the in the Cooper Cup, I'm going to go a 2-1 Villa win. We just always seem to win 2-1 or something like a goal. So I think it's going to be Diaby and Coutinho. I will also go 2-1 Villa. I think it's going to be tight, but I think, you know, it's a must win really for us. And I think Everton struggling to score. Um, surely we got to be better at home. And yeah, I'll say 2-1. And I'll say, I'll say Diaby and maybe Douglas Louise, you know, some sort of set piece from him, maybe straight from the corner. Why not? Tommy? 
O'Neill Diaby hat trick and a Carlos header on a corner. Ooh. Well, we all predicted. I think it's about it's about retaliation, mate. So not just yeah. you know adjusting in game, adjusting post game as well. Well, us three, all three of us predicted wins for Villa last week. Uh, well, Aman, biased, Aman right? went for the draw. Um, so I hope that we're not all wrong again. I'm okay, keeping uh, tabs on it, by the way, because there will be a tally at the end of the season on how well we did. Okay, um, well. Okay. Correct scores or extra points. So. Maybe I should start, uh, you know, making <laughs> predictions through my Tommy, head more. Tommy, my Tommy, Tommy 7-0 might not uh, go in favour. <laughs> Oh dear. So um yeah, there is uh the transfer window is still open, guys. So we've got a couple of weeks to go in that. And there's been a lot of uh talk recently. Monchi's come out and said that um we are definitely doing business. There will be more players coming in. And the three the names the th- yeah, the three the names striker. that have been um talked about the most is Jack Harrison, uh Zaniolo and Acuna. Uh they're the three that I've seen floating around on social media. Jack so- Harrison's now signed for Everton. Really? Yeah, because Everton wanted him. Then we made a late charge. He wanted to come to Villa. He was injured and he signed for Everton. So there you go. Okay, so no Jack Harrison. I think he would have been Jack a great Harrison's signing. Done. He's got a lot lot of energy, good player. And he can actually play at left back. He's a makeshift left back as well. Yeah, so. I, I liked him when um when I saw him for, for Leeds. Um, yeah. But if that's not happening anymore, no real point focusing on that one. But I really do like Zaniolo. I think he would fit in well. I think he's got a bit of something that maybe we don't have in the bit of uh, flair and, you know, goal-scoring ability. Um, yeah, so um, he's a proper striker. I, I really liked him when he was a Roma. So, um, yeah, I would really like to see us get him and see if, like, Emery can like mold him into a, a really good player. Cause that's the kind of thing that's held him back is that he's a bit wild. He's a bit, he's a bit crazy. He's a bit sort of inconsistent. Um, so I think a manager like Emery could get the best out of him. Hopefully we could get him and Acuna world cup winner played for Seville, um, you know, under Emery, I think so. Experienced as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, that would mean that we've got three decent left backs. So I don't know if that's too many, but can, considering Moreno is out. Play on the right? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah, we that, that is weird that we haven't looked for a right back because we, we, we only really I, have I one. don't get it. I don't get it. What happened to Wan-Bissaka? Weren't we linked with him? I thought that would have been a pretty good signing. Do you know one player that would have been quite handy to have on the weekend is... Um, Alan Hutton. Ashley Young might have been quite helpful just with his experience, his leadership. Yeah. I don't know, something in that. I would have kept Ashley Young and I'm still a bit upset he's not in the Villa shirt and he'll be lining up against us on the weekend for sure. He will. And he, uh, you know, considering we didn't get a replacement, um, you know, it kind of, yeah, it's a bit of a head scratcher, that one. Um, the other news that I saw in the week was um, Hibs won 3-1 in their, in their playoff against Luzlin. Yeah. Um, so it looks like that's that all-British clash could be happening. Um, second leg coming up on Thursday night. So, so have to keep an eye on that, that one. Yeah. I know, I know Owen's brother's already booked a hotel in Scotland. So, hopefully, oh, so they, he they, said... they do get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he booked it at 1 0 and he came back. It was 1 1. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, well, yeah, for their sake, hopefully, they get up. Yeah. It would be good to see. I think that would be a cracking atmosphere and um, be a great way to uh, go back into Europe for the first time since. 2009 is it 2010 something like that it was 2010 season we played yeah. back with vienna and i think right. we beat them or drew them away and they smacked us at villa park 
Yeah. I remember watching it and I just thought that was going to be a normal thing, like European football. And to think it's been 13 years. Absolutely. And Rapid Vienna are in the conference league. So they'll beat us. <laughs> yeah, there is a chance we could get them again and get some uh, get some revenge. Our last two seasons in European in the Europa League, they beat us both mm. times. So if we draw Rapid Vienna, I'm loading up on them to beat us again. It's just just difficult. Well, that's my little brother went to watch them. It was the uh, the Oscar he works for an Austrian mob, so he went to watch the Rapid Vienna Rapid Wien derby. Man, there mm. was fireworks being shot from the stands. They go wild. They yeah, do. They do. They do absolutely they do. crazy over there. Absolutely crazy. But uh, I I still think a big name signing is going to come in. I think it'll be a forward Scott. I genuinely yep. believe it. I think I'm talking like shelling out big cash, bigger than Diaby. So, but who, who's who's out there that is fits that sort of mold? My money is is on who I predicted a while ago. I'm predicting Jonathan David. Jonathan David. Um, I th- I think I think it'll be someone like him. Compliments mm. at Diaby style would link up well with Watkins as well. I think Watkins will get shifted out to the left, and that'll probably spell the end of Bailey. I actually think Bailey will probably get sold off to Saudis. Not that I'm complaining. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, yeah. hopefully we get a lot for him if that is the case. But um, get a yeah, um, Skittles, I'll be happy, Scott. That's it. Well, um, just wanted to uh, mention some of the Villa girls that have been in the Women's World Cup. It's been going on down here in Australia. It's been amazing. The uh, Matildas, the Australian side, have been doing really well. They're into the semi-final against England, the Lionesses. So we've got uh, Rachel Daly, of course, uh, playing really well at left wing back for the Lionesses, which is weird, but. We had uh, Kenza Dali for France. Unfortunately, she missed both her penalties in the shootout, which um, meant that Australia went through the semifinal. But, um, yeah, well, it's been a really good World Cup and i um, been really enjoying it and the Australian public has got behind it. So, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, Villa can pick up some of the stars that we've seen in this World Cup because the women's game is on the up and we've seen some... Massively on the up. It is like this just the crowds and I've never seen the support for women's sport like this. Yeah. Like, like the, they're opening up Amy park in Melbourne or Melbourne's rectangular stadium, whatever it's called for the world cup. Yeah. A live site for the game on, on Wednesday. And the point is like 30,000 ticket or free entry tickets have been sold to yeah. watch it at a stadium. It's just remarkable. And it's only going to benefit the game in the future. And hopefully we see like the women's super league crowds continue to grow and, and just women's sport in general, like the AFLW in Australia, Aussie football, but you know, it's just, just a massive platform. This could be. That's it. And I really enjoyed watching, you know, the Villa side last year when they were on. And, um, you know, I think we've got a good team there going and, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the, the latest stage of this world cup. Um, I think I, I saw somewhere where there was the most watched, sporting event in australia since kathy freeman like uh, in the 2000 olympics so yeah it's really making a, a really big den over here and um looking forward to the game on uh wednesday come night on, come, on, come on afl give up the g stop being stubborn yeah. the world sport they should have given up the g they should well, have, I, I, I think, think homebush i think homebush uh, the olympic stadium in sydney is better it's yeah but I it's closer you know, uh, I know yeah, you. I, no, I know no. you guys want to go in Melbourne, yeah. No, I can understand that. Sure. Three out of the four are in Melbourne, mate. The place That's to it. be. It's not only our plates. Sporting capital of the world, they say. Know, it, know, is, but, uh... it is. It is. <laughs> okay. It is, man. We've got so much going on here, even in the AFL, the Australian League, right? Like half all the best teams are from Melbourne. No offense, no. No offense. No, the, best, the best teams from Sydney. Oh, mate, oh, you're God. telling that to a St Kilda fan that's never won shit. 
<laughs> the heartbreaking teams. But anyway, I, well, I, 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 I can't, I can't talk about West Coast because they are absolutely poor. <laughs> oh, man. Point. What the hell? Yeah. Anyway, oh, but, awful. Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm actually glad Montu's in charge. I really think there's a few ace up the sleeves. So I think there's been a few deals in the works. Um, so apparently Harrison was the Buendia replacement. Had nothing to do with Zaniolo. So I guess more unfolds um, as time progresses. So um, would yeah, love I'm, to know I'm what's happening with Minks. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting a few players in and, um, you know, like bolstering up this squad a little bit for the European. What do we know. What do we do with Mings? Um, you know, if Mings is out, is it going to be Chambers and Consular in, in cup games or? You know, I think, oh, yeah, I mean, I think so. Yeah, I mean, we still do have four centre backs, um, and you know, Chambers when he comes in last season, he did pretty well. So you know, I w- you know, in the Europa League, if we played Consular and Mings. Or Diego Carlos and 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 Chambers. I'm sorry if you know something like that. I wouldn't be too disappointed. I think they they do a good job. So, um, but it'd be yeah, it'd be interesting to see who's going to be the starting two in the league. I'm guessing Torres and Conza, but I have to wait and see. Um, but but yeah. Torres and Conza, you reckon Torres and Conza, not Torres and Carlos? No, I think I think Conza will keep his spot. It'll be given one I more just chance. Think, I think after that third goal, I don't know. Like, I think Carlos has got to come I, I in. Just, He's been I, waiting I, for his chance. I don't think Emmy will be as emotional as the fans. I think, I, I do think Consa will keep his spot. I don't want him to because I'm an emotional Villa supporter at the moment. But yeah, anyway, bring on. No, he's, he's 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 allowed one bad game. Let's see if he has another one. Then. I'm I'm right there with you. If if we if if we if we can't defend against Everton with their strikers, then yeah, he deserves to be dropped. Um, you see Carlos maybe throwing in a transfer request because I don't think he'd be satisfied with his role at the moment, given what he was probably promised under Gerard. The injury, yeah, but the that. yeah, he hasn't performed yet for us. Well, he, only, he hasn't played. There's a difference. I know exactly, but. You know, he's got to get anyway. in there and play a few good games and show that he's still. You know what he was when he was at Seville, so you know, uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, it could it could well happen. It could be Carlos and Torres, and I wouldn't be that upset with that either. So we'll have to wait and see until Everton on Monday. So yeah, thanks for all your support, please. I hope it's not too bad a week for all you guys and girls out there. You know, um, let us know how you think we'll go against Everton. Um, what changes you would make. Uh, and um, yeah, please like and subscribe, hit the bell, and you can listen to us on Spotify now. Please go over there and uh, follow us and have a listen because uh, we're, we're, we don't have many many people listening at the moment. Most of you are watching us on YouTube and we love that. But um, yeah, go over there and check that out. And um, yeah, we will be back after the Everton match up the villa and we'll up catch you villa. next week. Other Matildas. Woo. Up the chilies.